You know they want staring point, you know we straight to the point Boy Chris with assist, fast breaks like a joint splitting half Boy J with the J, we throwing heat, no gas, that's a touchdown pass You know just how we coming, so it's nothing left to say Now they hardly can guard me like Dirk fade away You know just how we coming, so it's nothing left to say Yeah, you know just how we coming, so it's nothing left to say They want staring point, you know we straight to the point They want staring point, you know we straight to the point They want staring point, you know we straight to the point They want staring point, you know we straight to the straight to the point Emi76, bringing us into episode number 165 I'm straight to the point. My name is Chris. Here, oh my God, Jay Dub. What's going on, man? Yo, the intro would have been great if you debuted yourself. The intro would have been great if I knew what episode this was. One sixty-five. One sixty-five. I said one sixty-four the first time. It's one sixty-four. Don't worry. No one's going to know what we're talking about because I'm going to edit all this shit out. No, I mean all of this out. Don't even worry about that. Don't even worry about a thing. But we're talking today about Tyrese Maxey. Some people are calling him the franchise for the 76ers. We'll examine whether or not this is just hyperbole or is this really facts going forward. We'll talk about Draymond uh, going full WWE on Gobert. We'll talk about the Bills going full, I don't know, on national television and are a 500 football team in week 11 of the NFL and also give predictions and talk about so much more. But Jared, let's start with your boy Tyrese Maxey. You, someone who has been on the Maxey bandwagon, you told me before the draft, Sixers got a steal, Sixers should go get Maxey. I'm like, I don't know about this Maxey character. You know, what can he do with the braids and the shaking of the head? But he comes in, James Harden, not there. He has the keys. He is the man. He is in full control of the offense, him and Embiid. And he's come through with some spectacular performances, 50 points against Indiana a couple of days ago. Coming off, you know, back-to-back games where he is compounding good on top of good on top of good. It wasn't always great. Like that 50-point explosion, it was just great from the rip. He's had some games where he's had to kind of put it together as he's gone on, and things have worked and things have clicked in the Sixers. You know, you say too many good things about the Sixers, bad things happen. Like, guys are getting hit by cars. Hmm. And uh, prayers to uh, Kelly Oubre. And his yes. Family, man. That's unfortunate. Yes. And then you got guys missing games for personal reasons. And then it's the Sixers, man. Nothing normal happens around here. But, Jared, talk to me about the explosion of Tyrese Maxey. The likelihood of Maxey being an all star this year and whether or not this is sustainable long-term for the 76ers? Uh, All-stars questionable. Very questionable. I don't, I'm not very questionable. It's a mean thing to say, but it's very questionable because, again, All-stars a popularity contest. He should, if you keep this pace going, in reality, he should be on the off the bench for the um, All-star game. The reason why he, would never, he wouldn't be a starter is because he got a counterpart in Terrence Hallenburton, who, even though Massive had a maxi, Massive, maxi had a 50-point game, Within that same game, Hallenberg had like twenty five and seventeen assists. Like the dude just is the, that guy is really a phenom at the point guard spot. Maxi though, he's been playing out of his mind. 27, 28 points per game, five rebounds per game, seven assists per game. The assist is like the biggest key for me because we talked about it. What what could help the Sixers in the long run when it comes to okay, if you're all you're losing Harding, how does Maxi evolve? You know it can score. We've seen it. The point production is always going up. This is a bigger leap. Than us saying, oh, he's going to average twenty four from the you know the twenty one he was averaging with Harden. 
Yeah, he's averaging 27. Him and Embiid are one of the first duos that both average upwards of 28 points per game. It's the assists that have been a huge key for me because the pick and roll hasn't faltered that we thought was going to go away. The Mac, the Maxi and Hart, um, and Embiid pick and roll has not only duplicated the success of the Harden and Embiid pick and roll, it's also been one of the main contributors to the offense. It's still leading the league right as of now in uh, best pick and roll duo, most pick and roll stats across the NBA. And Maxi just looks he fits he fits the role of guard pretty well and still has shown that he has stretches where he could be a, a dominant scorer. This season alone, he's already had four double doubles. One of those double doubles was yes with rebounds, but the other three were just straight off of his points and assists, which is huge for him because going into this season, he'd only had three for his career. He's already beat that. I think the franchise part that Embiid's now monikered him as, it's fair. Uh we didn't pay him in the offseason. I've already said, knowing when we got him, I told you, yeah, Chris, I've, I've always been a Maxi fan, despite a guy being from Dallas. Um, he just had so much talent, and we didn't get to see a lot of it because COVID had hit during his Kentucky season. But the glimpses that we got to saw throughout the season with him and Emmanuel quickly, Kentucky might have been a very good sleeper Cinderella team for that. You can't call, whoa, whoa, stop. You cannot call Kentucky a Cinderella team. Cinderella right, team, they, team Cinderella, Cinderella's are reserved for mid-majors. The small market teams, not Kentucky, okay? Kentucky been throwing money at people since, like, the 70s. I don't want to hear you ever. The level of don't talent ever, Kentucky's always got. Don't call them a Cinderella ever again. Continue. I just think when you look at super, not super team, bigger programs like that and they're just not playing up the standards, then you just throw anything when they're just like, you, yeah. you have no faith they're making the – yeah, oh, but you yeah. can't. But you okay. can't. You can't use right. Cinderella. That term is That's used right. specifically for mid-majors, small like, market teams, small major teams, That's like fair, the, fair, the, the like, Fairleigh the like, and the VCU's and things like that. Not Kentucky. Yeah, Robert Robert Morris was a Cinderella back when we were. Yeah, in, yeah. In not Kentucky. Kentucky. Kentucky is like one of them blue bloods. Kentucky, Duke, Kansas, UCLA, yeah. blah, blah blah blah. Drexel was a Cinderella team when they made the tournament for the first time in twenty-six years. That's like there's a there you I, go. I, I'm, with, I'm with you on that 100. Uh, Maxi though, nobody believed in it. Him falling to me was the biggest surprise. Loved it for us because look at what we now got. Look at what we can now build upon. He's going to get paid this offseason. The bag for Maxi's coming. The bag that Maury, if if, if, if the Maury lie thing has ever been with Harden, whatever he ain't lying to Maxi. He says, "Oh, you're going to get paid this offseason. That money's coming because Maxi has now showcased that he can have the keys." And utilize them effectively. This we like that's just the biggest thing that one looks good with Embiid because Embiid, we know we've had the whole curse conversation of does Embiid still stay? What are we doing now that we're post Harden? This is one of the key factors that can help this guy stay because Embiid's 29 no, years no, old. No, no, this is not one of the key. This is the key factor. This is the only factor. Because if you don't have a second guy, a second scorer, a second somebody on that team Any place that, a defense. Defense, that a defense has to respect. Uh-huh. I mean, because if it's just Embiid and beating four guys, you're not going to win. You need nope. to have sufficient talent around Embiid that's going to help him hide a lot of his weaknesses too. You need to have someone who's able to push the ball up and down the floor and facilitate an offense. Maxi has proven so far throughout the season that he can do that effectively. The biggest problem for me with Maxi was – his playmaking ability, you know, he usually was one step go to the basket. If anything, he wasn't facilitating and making plays for others. He wasn't getting others open looks. Now he is because he's able to go. First of all, his biggest asset is his speed. 
he can blow by most guys in the NBA. Very quick first step, very quick to the basket. But now he's a lethal, lethal three-point shooter. You know, you can't just dare him to shoot. You can't treat him like you treat uh, Ben Simmons a couple years ago with the Sixers where you're just playing four on five and you got, you know, just someone who's an ability or unlike, you know, like, and, you know, doesn't want to shoot the ball. Maxie wants to shoot. Maxie can shoot. His his splits, his statistics have gotten better year after year after year. Coming off the bench his rookie year, second year he's starting, starting a little bit, and now as you can see the progression, Harden's gone, Simmons is gone, the two big obstacles that were in his way are now gone. He is free to be the point guard of this team. When you look at a guy like Tyrese Maxey, his biggest assets, you know, is the ability, like I said, to score, to score quickly, to move the ball, to push the pace. You combine that with Embiid's ability to, you know, they, they can do pick and rolls now. They can do pick and pops. They can screen. They can do what they have a lot more options than they had before because Maxi has unlocked a different, you know, ability within himself. And I think that that needs to be, um, definitely needs to be praised. But Max contract. Yes. Is he a max contract player? Yeah, he was going to get it this previous season. Now it's just glorified that he's seeing that $180 million. That looks like the, way, the highest we could offer him. Lowest he can get if he was a walking free agency is around 165 It could potentially change. He could be, again, upwards of $200 million, but I think 180 is where we'd see Maury sign him. Um, that'll mean that'll mean one less max spot or two, depending on how you want to play with the, the cap space, because we have a lot now. The cap space is actually very good. Locking Maxi in at 23 years old, because remember, he's only 23. Uh, maybe he might be turning 24 within this season, but he's only 23 right now. It would be huge, especially for the Embiid, probably Chris mentioned. Those two together, Embiid doesn't really have to worry about who's my second guy going to be or who who could I maybe defer to in a, a particular sense, a particular game. It's now just a, how do we fill out a better roster for me? Because right now this roster is okay, but it's not great, right? The biggest takeaways for me for the Maxi, besides his points and assists, the guy's only averaging one and a half assists per game, but his free throw attempts have been the highest he's ever had this season. This is the biggest knock we've had. That despite all Max's athleticism and speed, he's only have he's only attempting three free throws a game. We we said that had to go up. We talked about that's one of the biggest takeaways to helping not only his game but Embiid's game because free throws are huge. When you have all that talent and you have you're such a small guard, you have to be able to you know get to the line. He's now averaging around six. Free those attempts a game. This is his highest in his career so far. I think that number is only going to improve with the way he's been attacking the basket. So I, I think Mac, franchise for Max is fine. I don't know if they're going to make that the nickname. Probably not. But the guy just been playing out of his mind. Again, contract year, everybody always plays better. But you can just see he has a will and a drive for this season to be one of his best seasons. And he's not even in his prime yet. So it's still just so much room for growth and opportunity for him. So yeah, the, the max is coming for Maxi. So let me so let me piggyback on one thing you mentioned that how he is the franchise player, whatever the case may be. He is not the franchise player. He is no. a franchise player. Yeah. He is a great piece. But the the, the a, franchise a, player is the seven foot Cameroonian dude that's playing center. Like oh, that yeah. guy. That's that's the, that's franchise, the franchise. Let's not even no, no, no. let's not no. even get confused. Let's not you know, start some controversy that's not – we all know who the guy is. 
He yeah, knows Maxi knows who the guy is, and B knows who the guy is. What you know? We all know who the guy is. Yeah, you can spice oh, praise Maxi all we want. You could oh. put him in the conversation for hey, he's with their franchise. You know, he's with he's a franchise guy. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. But, but if he left this team, these numbers for Maxi would be great. Just let him be heroically. He'd be great he for would us. be he would be chucking on bad teams. He would be Jordan yeah. Poole, and that's fine. Oh, that was oh, I think that's but, three weeks straight of us slandering Poole. Just did you not? Okay, first of all. They deserve slander. I watched I them. I watched them get their ass kicked last night by Dallas. Yeah, from the open, from the opening tip. Okay, they were yeah. down twenty five. Okay, okay, the Washington Wizards might be, no lie, one of the worst teams I've ever seen in my life. Okay, see, I like that you say in your life and in, in worst team because honestly, you might be, you might be right. I think like, have one, ah, see, that's not fair. This team actively stinks. Yeah, that's what they're planning for. Like, and the crazy part is they got some talented guys. That's what makes it more impor- impressive that they stink because they got guys that can be contributing pieces on winning teams. But they all want to just want to do their thing. Which but is what, but fair, together, they, they stink. They given giving Poole and Kuzma the franchise is honestly one of the biggest mistakes you can ever make. I understand. Giving giving Jordan Poole and Kyle Kuzma the franchise is like giving a sixteen year old with no license keys to your brand new car. Have fun. Your your Lexus. Your you know your Rolls Royce. Any you know, car. Any car. Any expensive. The, the Wizards aren't a, a Escalade or or a Lexus. The Wizards are more like a Buick. But my <laughs> point remains: you know. it's a car. Okay, it's you get what I'm saying. Not a great I mean, car. Oh, it's a car though. It, it's bad. It's not helping. It's just not they – they look like they just have no real leader. But, yeah, here's why it's bad. It's horrible. Uh, when we – before we shift off, what are the odds that we can see the Wizards potentially being a 10-72 basketball team? High. Okay, and this is no slight to – this is no slight to Wes Unseld Jr., all right? I'm sure the brother is doing his job night in and night out, trying to get them bums to listen to some reasoning and some coaching. But, like Steven Silas last year, man – when you just got a collection of just just collection of guys, sometimes it's hard to get some things going. Look at the Rockets last year. Garbage. Garbage. The Rockets, the Rockets this year, they go get Dylan Brooks. They go get Van Vliet. I didn't hate it. They not as bad. They got, e- they got Ime. They not as bad. Steven Silas, hey, hey. listen, he, he's an assistant coach now in, in Detroit with Monty Williams. Loser. Okay. He'll, Whoa, 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 whoa. That team stinks. Don't you, don't you come on here dis- disrespecting Detroit basketball? What is wrong they with you? No, they, no, they do not. Of, they're the worst team in basketball right now. They're 2-10. Wrong. The worst team in basketball. I don't care about a record. The worst team in basketball is in Washington, okay? The worst team in record for basketball is the Detroit Pistons. Yeah, it won't, not for long, okay? Detroit, Detroit, Detroit got some talented young pieces, good stop. coach. They won't they be the worst team in I bet actual money, Jared, actual funds that the Washington Wizards will have a worse record than Detroit this year. Oh, yes. It's, it's honestly going to go Washington Trailblazers, Detroit, Memphis, as of right now. Memphis stinks. Don't know why they stink so bad, but they stink. I know why they stink, because Zion's not there. Yeah, but they have the talent to still be able to cover for them. They've done it before. No, they stink because they let Tyus Jones walk to Washington. and Tyus Jones. He, you can see how that he's been a big difference for them. No, one, no one's heard that name since he went to Duke. Um, 
<laughs> no, no, I can't. I can't. Nah, no, man, because Ty Jones was like legit two years straight best uh, backup player in the league. Yeah, Jared, you up here spicing these? You spice a lot of guys who don't need so much spice. Okay, Tyus Jones, nah, dude. Without Tyus Jones, the they would have not won those twenty three something games when you know like, what. Yet again, Jaws either everybody out. Everybody knew. Or everybody knew it was. Everybody knew it was a fluke. Everybody knew it was fool's gold. Didn't they do it for like two seasons straight, though? And you fell for it. No, they didn't. See, they, this no, is, they were like two no, seasons no, no, straight no, where no, they no. went like 10 without John, and they went like 20 something without John. Whatever, Jerry. It was just like the Bulls a couple years ago. You got fooled, and you didn't see what was really happening. I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. You were fooled. The downfall of the Grizzlies has been uh, eye opening. To you, not to me. I knew it was coming. I don't oh, know. No, them losing, I saw. I open to the fact that they have no idea what they want to do. No idea. They, they, good, wanna, good and they know what they want to do. The the missing piece is the guy who can't put the guns down. Yes, he's not, a shooter, but he needs even, to be on the court. Even if Ja came back, though, I'm looking at this team and the way this roster fills out, Chris, they weren't. They might have still had a better record, but the they thing, weren't. Doing but here's the thing, though. If you got Ja on this team, it uh-huh. his athleticism, his ability, his Leadership on the court, his talent, yeah. it over it overcomes a lot of those mistakes that he can't cover for right now. Plus, yep. you lose Steven Adams. I, like that's which, a, again, they didn't have the last season either, though. So like that's two seasons. But those, now. but those are big. Those are. But he, he's a leader. You know, he can get in Jaron Jackson's ear and kind of tell him little different tricks and tricks, things like that. That it's missing on the court now. He's the and rebounder. Because what's going on with Jaron Jackson and the lack of rebounds as a big? Astonishing. Jared, this is a new NBA, man. You can't expect a big. <laughs> See what it is. Bigs to get ten boards a game, man. It's not happening no more. Like, dude, it, it, it became prevalent in Team USA ball. And now it's even bigger stage for the a bigger stage for him because he's now playing with his team with the jersey on his back again, and it's just not there, not helping him, his case at all. Yeah, I get that he's a power forward, but you're six eleven, like, and you're you're one of the best, better defenders in the league. So yes, grabbing rebounds should be as hard as. But when I but when I've had the conversation about people about Wimbenyama, and I say he needs to get in the paint. Yep. Oh, he, oh, he's KD. He's this. He's I that. Like that. I don't like that conversation either. I don't. I don't like. I don't like that argument. I more like the lines but, that. Yeah, but, I, he but I've also talents. said. I've also said that about MB. How many times have you heard me say about MB? He need to get in the paint. He need to stop shooting threes. He need to stop shooting middies. He get in the paint. It's yeah, it's, we were, it's a different we were, MB. We were saying wrong, MB. but has been a guy that's done both. I'm, He's been done both. We were saying wrong about the fact that we didn't, we thought. Remember, at first we thought Embiid would never be a guy that can give you ten plus rebounds a game, and now he's averaging his career eleven and a half. Yeah, but it's not also, great. What but we he's, won, made, but he's made a concerted effort to get into the paint. Yes, that took that took a while. He, Victor, it takes an effort. When Victor, a rookie though. I understand, but he's the tallest guy on the court. Yeah, again, yeah, but you know, go throw some elbows, man. Like getting, like go come. I'm not saying intentionally hurt people. I'm just saying make your presence known. If you got a 12-foot a wingspan or whatever the hell you got, he needs to be able to create space. Like, he can't go get a board. I mean, he give you nine and a half this season as a power forward, air culture on power forward. That man, that man is a three, okay? He likes to – he wants to play the three. Yeah, he cannot put a three as a power forward. But I yeah. – he want, no, 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 no. I didn't say he – I didn't say – he wants to play the three. He is a three yeah. in his head. He in his head. Right. He's a three. He's a three. He's a two guard. A tall two guard, which is a three. 
<laughs> that that late two thousands three guard or or three spot, whatever you want to call it. He he thinks he's OKC KD. Which is, I mean, as a power four spot, he's, he's doing pretty fine. Where he's at as a rookie, he's doing pretty fine. Defense is still there. It's just it's just weird to watch him play power forward instead of center. I just don't. It's the same like, with AD, man. Like AD, AD didn't want to play center forever. Well, we, were, well, we know why. Now he got it. Even though his best numbers was at the center position. We know why he didn't want We to know play why he didn't want to play the center. It's the same reason when Benyama doesn't want to play the center. Same reason that Jaron Jackson. See, I don't know why Wemby doesn't want to play center. Because Wemby plays center overseas. Like, he didn't have it. He had no choice. He had no choice. He should have a goddamn choice in the NBA either. Yes, for some reason, Pops letting it slide. He shouldn't have a choice either. He's seven four. Yeah, you can push the break. You can seven two. What Pop gonna say? Nah, man. You know you're not the best player I've had in the last fifteen years. I'm just gonna put you. What in do paint. you mean? Pops had David Robinson and Tim Duncan. If Pop can whip those guys in the shape and turn them into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, but you got to be turned into a Hall of Famer. Look at He's got the same mentality. Look at the time frame, Jared. Oh, he those, can't, those he guys can't curse the way he would have cursed or say so. Some of no, 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 no. no. Those guys' skill set, they weren't playing in the perimeter. Duncan didn't start playing really in the perimeter till he no, was, no, it was older. like six years later. Yeah, it was like six years he was later. older. But that's where the game went. The game is outside. But David Robinson was always like a mid to post guy. Yeah, but that's in. yeah. But you gotta look. That's the eighties, the eighties and early nineties. Yeah, no, yeah. The game was inside. There, there wasn't. Out. There wasn't a lot of threes in the eighties and nineties. All that, all the the game was played inside the inside the arc. Now yeah, all the it, game is played outside the arc. And it's it's fair because again, also the difference between Wembyama and eighty is a mass difference of maybe like forty pounds. So. You throw Wemby at the center spot. Chris wants him to assert a little dominance. It, it might just be like a, a playbook clip, as of right now, being thrown around. Yeah, but just try. I'm. I'm. Oh, I let him to try. I'm I did, not I saying did. all the time. I'm not saying he got to no. live in the paint. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying at least once or twice a game. Keep it honest. Like have that in your bag. Don't just stand I around feel, the stand yeah. around the perimeter. Like he was. He not running off the ball. He's standing mm-hmm. there. I feel we're being cheated of some of his of some of his better games because he's not playing at the center position. Because like, yeah, I told you he's averaging nine and a half rebounds. You play him at the center spot, he's probably giving you thirteen to fourteen a game. Already. Is is he? Is he? Yeah, I think this. I mean, I just saw the game versus OKC where you have nine and fourteen. This yeah, the scoring wasn't there. Chet and then we're doing anything against him. And he yeah, just, but Chet missed a lot of shots. But, but the Chet. rebounds were there when he was playing. When he was doing this, he, the rebounds were there. He, he committed to the rebound in the glass. Yeah, but, because what, Warren, but what did he do, Jared? What did they do, Jared? He was pointing around the perimeter. He and then they switched him out. The yeah, they switched him the center towards the, to those the second half of the game, and that's when the rebounds really started coming. That's when you could see like they pivoted the from thing the about, Zach Collins at center stuff. They pivoted. But the thing about Chet, Chet Holmgren that is lost now with the Wembenyama stuff, Chet was supposed to be the the guy last year. He was supposed to be the big that came in that could mm-hmm. stretch the floor, that could get a board, that could block some shots. And he can he do all that still, he but he's now in the shadow of Wembenyama because Chet hadn't Jet didn't play last year, which is fine. I mean, hey, you might he might that might be better for him anyway. To, to, but I know, think when that's, the to be. that was my point is I think him having a year around the league, seeing what works, what doesn't work, how people you know how people can in can uh, impact the game in different ways, how they prepare, how his body needs to be, where he yep. needs to be positioned. 
that all comes with experience, and I'm sure Wembenyama will get there. Yeah, but and you're, you know, it's you're frustrating. It's frustrating for me as a as a as a fan because it's like, dude, you are the you are the biggest guy on the court by far. Mm. Why can't you can honestly just flip it over the heads of a lot of people? Why are oh, yeah. we sitting here shooting threes? And I'm not saying he can't shoot threes, it's, it's a but tricky. why are you shooting? Four or five a night. Four or five a, a game, man. That's a lot. That's two, a lot. Uh, two to three, three at the most, man. Three at the this, most. This isn't fair, but it's fair. I don't want you, or you as in Webinyama, to turn the towns. I don't want that for your game. I don't. Because it's just oh, not. Oh, that's that's very much. That's very much my my very much fear of of Webinyama. Yeah, that he like becomes, I do not want you. To he becomes town. tall towns. Because Towns has so much growth and potential, and then he fully committed to being a shooter by his second year in the league, which is like one of when they got Jimmy Bowen, this is one of his biggest fault. Like why well, Jimmy had the biggest fault for Towns because he's like he's soft. You're that guy. You have this talent. We saw it. We can glimpses of it. You just don't go to the paint. You're now they've had to now you know bring Bear to at true center, what they call it, quote unquote, because you don't want to really play center. Mm-hmm. It's like that's that's just the one thing you don't want to see for women Yama, which you got to start, you know, switching the mindset up now for it. So I get it. Also, this Spurs team is just the talent just isn't the same. I do like Devin Vassell and Kelton Johnson are adequately well good, but they're no Shea Gillis Alexander. Like that's a 30 plus point per game score, perennial all-star. When you got a guy like that with Chet, like if that guy Shy was on this Spurs team, different conversation would happen. Totally different conversation. Yeah, but the thing about Shea Gilders Alexander is every guy, every team isn't going to have that. Nope. Every, no, 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 like no, he no. he is a but he is allowed to flourish because OKC gave him the keys. And that that roster is very because very when good. he was with the Clippers, no one. I mean, yeah, keys there too. He was he, good. He was good, but he wasn't what he was. Not he yet, wasn't no. what he I mean, is imagine, now. Imagine if they kept him too. He probably would be at where he is at now. But you, Paul but George, you assuming, no. but that's assuming that Kawhi and Paul George and these other guys. Don't oh no, he was in that trade. Never mind, never mind. No, no, he was in that trade. I'm, he had I'm to sorry. Be in that trade. But it, you're know. assuming the guys like Kawhi and whoever don't stunt his growth, or I mean, just don't even come because he could. There's no way he would have, you know, stayed on the Clippers if they were dating. Exactly. Uh, you don't. So, yeah. You don't grow as. A, it's the same thing with the Maxi thing. Maxi didn't have Simmons and didn't have don't have Harden, so now you don't have anything stunting the growth of him. Yeah, SGA yeah. on the Clippers, his growth would have been stunted. I don't think so because again, Jared, remember, think great. about it. Think about it. OKC no. has no expectations. Yeah, Clippers have all the expectations. Well, they had none before the trade for PG and getting Kawhi. Remember yeah, they, they had did. None. Yeah. They had Chris. 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 They had it was Chai and Tobias. They're, if you're Tobias telling me you had going. expectations, no, 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 no. At the time, I'm, sorry, I'm saying after you trade, after they traded Tobias and before they acquired Paul George and Kawhi, whatever. People were saying the Clippers were just shy and uh, Zubak and them. It wasn't like right. they had, but the Clippers at that time were in this transition where they went from, you know, Lob City to. They still had Doc to – now they got Kawhi. Now they got PG. Then the bubble. Then they blew it up, kind of, mm-hmm. right? Because then they – I mean, by blow it up, I mean they moved some pieces around and then they reloaded and now they got Harden and then they got Westbrook, whatever the case may be. 
But if you have SGA on that team, he doesn't. I don't think he becomes who he is. I honestly don't, because you don't see too many young young stars become young stars on teams with older stars. Like right. very very rarely does a team. Now I'm not saying young star. Then you bring in a star. You know, bring in a star, and then they become. Uh, you know, a better, bigger star. Because, like, if you want to say, like, your boy Dwayne Wade, right? Dwayne Wade was a young star with the Heat. They had, you know, Zoe was gone. Facts. They had some pieces. But Wade came in. Wade was Wade was doing his thing. And then they bring in older Shaq. And then that's what, ha- you know, that's then you have a team that has Shaquille O'Neal, older star, but still an established older star, and Dwayne Wade, young, up-and-coming, rising star. Yeah, you can't have that with like SGA on the Clippers. If you wanted to give him the, if you if you were the Clippers at that point in time, and you say, okay, I'm going to give him the keys. I think the 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 stats were still got there for. But here's the thing: who would you? But you have to you would have to have brought in a star that wasn't completely 100 percent ball dominant. Because Shay needs, Shay needs, Shay needs the ball in his hands. That's right? what they had before him. Remember, it was just literally him and Tobias. He went from ten. I said, as rookie season. I said star, not Tobias. No, no, no. I'm just saying I don't think they'd have ever got what, what we see from the Clippers. This Clippers, the Clippers thing was just never would have happened. They kept shy. This team would never okay. got PG. So, no so let me ask you this, right? They have SGA still. Is SGA on the Clippers with whatever they might have around him at this time better than where he's at right now? I don't think so. Yeah. No, 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 absolutely no. not. So no, 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 he's in a he's in the best possible position there. The Clippers couldn't do that with him. The no, no, but I'm saying the Clippers would have found a way to like, shoot, shoot themselves no. in the foot, man. The point I was making is if you gave that to Victor Webayama, I feel like the the transition and conversation we're having for Victor is a little bit different because again, you just see the roster. So you're saying if if, if there was an established star guard. there already, yeah, established star guard for Victor, I feel like we're just the game opens up. When you have a guy that gets to it, but also can get help create for you. Right now, who do the Spurs really have at point guard? Sohan. So questionable, but it's not. It's working, but a little questionable. And then you have Jones off the bench. Trey Jones, not Ty. It's Trey Jones off the bench. It's just not sustainable. Uh, there was uh, rumors. I don't know how accurate it was, but remember at the time there was rumors when they got in Victor Oyama, they were going to make a big splash for Trey Young. But that never really brought into fruition. But if that had happened... I think Victor's game would immensely been expanded. Well, so yeah, not, because it, like the defense has to respect Trey Young, and then you yep. can you can do things differently. Yeah, because are you really? But the thing is, the thing is, still with the Wembenyama thing, if you bring in a young guard, you gotta play him at center. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah you have to because they have to make up for defense on this nonsense uh, with the four. <laughs> it's it's, it's only good. it's only good. See, here's the thing, right? The Spurs can go Sohan, Vassell, Johnson, Wembenyama, and Collins, right? Yeah. Hey. So Sohan's like six eight, six nine. Yeah. With mm-hmm. a handle, he's doing his thing. At point he's doing his thing, right? He, he, he he's not. Is that the worst point guard I've ever seen? But he shoots. He attempts the three. Just it's, not hitting him. He ain't Ben Simmons. He, at least okay. he's attempting the three. You know what I'm saying? Fair, fair. fair. Devin Vassell is a great lethal three point shooter. Kelvin no, Johnson no, is a good. very good three point shooter. Wembenyama yeah. Wembenyama is Wembenyama, and Zach Collins can do a little bit of everything. Can go get you a board, can go block a shot, can go shoot a jump shot, can make a three, whatever the case may be. In theory, it's decent. 
but it's going to take much more time in practice. Yep. If they had Trey Young there, mm, we have a different – we're having a different conversation because they probably don't have Vassell. They probably don't have Kellen Johnson. They probably don't have no. whatever. People often ask us how we got started, you know, doing straight to the point, started podcasts and things like that. We wanted to bring our opinions to the forefront. We wanted to let people know what we thought. You know, we saw a lot of bad takes. We figured was two more bad takes. Um, but, you know, why why do a podcast? And people don't realize it's so easy. It's now super easy to record a podcast with Zencaster. Log in using your browser and start recording a high-quality podcast right away. Record studio-quality sound and up to 4K video with your guests. Feel a sense of zen knowing Zencaster's multi-layered backups ensure you always have your recordings in the highest quality, even if the connection is a little shaky. If you ever thought about podcasting before and realized you needed a lot of different tools and services, don't worry, those days are over. With Zencaster's all-in-one podcasting platform, you can create your podcast all in one place and distribute to Spotify, Apple, and other major services. You know, wherever you get your favorite podcast. So, go to Zencaster.com slash pricing, use our code STTP podcast, you know, just like the socials, and you'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. We want you to have the same experiences that we do. So get out there and tell the world what you got to say. Use Zencaster today, Zencaster.com slash pricing, and don't forget the code STTP podcast. Piggybacking off the point we were just making, let's transition over to, to your boy Draymond going full WWE on Rudy Gobert. Not even involved with the play. Not even, you know, ain't got nothing to do with what's going on. He just said, you know what? I'm going to take out the biggest guy on the court. And so, as uh, I believe that was McDaniels, McDaniels and Clay Thompson are going up and up and up and up and down the court. You know, they're kind of you know, pass blocking each other. Here comes Draymond, just uh, off the top rope. Jared, talk to me about, you know, the brawl in the Bay. That's what we're going – matter of fact, I might even title this episode Brawl in the Bay. I don't know. I'm thinking about it. Uh, um, the uh, incident that occurred – it's hilarious to me. And again, they this is two teams that are now the new Warriors Kings rivalry from last season. It's now gonna be Timberwolves Warriors rivalry of the season. This is the team we're gonna want. These are two teams we're gonna want to see play each other in the playoffs, whatever. Warriors seem to always find somebody, the antithesis of them, to, to get their to get their motivation, to get their energy going, to get their this is what we need to prove the world wrong. This is the team we gotta really beat. I guess this this is the year it's the Timberwolves. They did the LeBron, they had the Kings last year. They're, during their run, it was kind of the Lakers and Nuggets. So, yeah, yeah, this is the team this year. This is Timberwolves. Um, weird incident. Jamie Daniels and Clay been going back and forth since the first time they played. Because these, like, these weird back-to-back schedules that they got set up where two teams are playing each other again after just having a hot like a, a game where it gets heated and uh, motions are flaring up, I feel like it's not conducive to the NBA. Like, this is, this is why the NBA is doing this for the statistical argument to make a lot of the arguments they've been trying to make about the, oh, this is why we call so many texts. This is why we do this and that because players get so hot, or there's gonna this could help lead to less uh, arguments, ambiguity, and violence. But no, you guys basically predetermined the, to set up these players for failure because if I just played you on a Saturday and we almost got into it, if I see you again on Monday, it, it ain't dead. With nothing died down, so no, I blame the NBA for this whole thing. And it's not just 
in this game in particular. It's just this is the bet. This is the 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 biggest moment that's occurred so far. Besides just you no know, ejection, but the Warriors have been having their things again. Cavs earlier. Draymond Draymond's already starting off the season. He's trying to set the tone. It's funny to me though, Chris. The Timberwolves always seem to have somebody in the chokehold. Just what thought it out? No, 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 no. They seem to be the ones always put in a chokehold. There you go. Thank you. They seem to be always put in a chokehold. A couple of years back, Ben Simmons was <laughs> had bad towels on the ground, just gasping for air. This, this is all jokes, and that's still not a funny thing. But oh man, it just guy, guys chokehold for Timberwolves. It's ain't good. It's, we gotta figure out what boxing gym. Start start off with that. Listen, boxing hold on, gym. Hold on, hold on. No, forget all that. When the, when Towns got put in the cryptic cross face. By Ben Simmons, <laughs> that was probably the height of my Ben Simmons fandom. Like that was it. You like, were you were all caps. I was chat. all because that was that was the kind of energy I think that the, the Sixers had been missing. Right? Little did I know that it was know, a one off. Little did I know it was just anti Timberwolves hate from Ben Simmons. Like he didn't really care that much, but he just wanted he just wanted to, to put his foot in the Timberwolves' ass. And you and had I, towels. I had to re- I had to respect that. Okay, listen. I have to respect it. Okay, I, I say a lot of things about Ben Simmons. I've called him a lot of things. I respect. I respect that. Okay, now with Draymond and Gobert, there's a lot, there's a lot of people. But wait, 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 wait. That's what. That's what you. Before you go ahead, I hope you're not about to go forward and slander Gobert, saying that he's the one that brought COVID to the NBA. The bubble. The reason we had the bubble is because of Rudy Gobert. The man's, you know, I don't know he was about to go in here and start slandering him for his lack of talent at the big man size. You know, he's kind of just the way he talks so much trash and act like he's a champion. I don't know he was going to go, go there. We we supposed to be unbiasedly talking about this fist of cuffs that took place. Not you about to blame him for the mass spread of COVID. Not that man, but in the world. Because you know that's the way it was going to go. That's the way it was going to go. I just want to dial it back a little bit. Guess a little that's not, that's Do I agree? Right. Sure. Guess a little more. Sure, sure, sure. That's a little boy. That's a little boy. You can't come back from types of like that, Chris. You can't come back from it. I'm just that's like, not, you know. It's not where I was going at all. Okay. I'm, make sure I'm glad you, you kind of touched on those points because I wasn't going to touch on any of those. I was going to oh, say okay. that, um, like you mentioned, Gobert's trash talk, even going back to Utah, these these are guys that seen each other for years. You know, this, these teams have probably battled year after year after year. Um. And now Gobert in Minnesota, a, a younger team trying to establish themselves in the West, trying to get some respect. You know, <laughs> for, the, for, the long, for the longest time, Minnesota was down there with Sacramento, was down there with with the bums and the slaves. Well, they rightfully the deserved to be. Rightfully deserved to be. That's neither, that's, neither, that's neither here nor there. That's neither here nor there, <sighs> right? Yeah. But Pat Bev disappointed in Cat because you know he said he said he thought. Can't better than that. Oh yeah, yeah I, I would hope so. You, know, I, you would think that you know, cat after being in in the chokehold would have learned some self defense. You know? Why he why he ain't him up Draymond? Why he ain't put Draymond in the choke? He had the opportunity. He didn't even ride. He didn't even ride. He just stands to the side of his team. He out there trying to like hold go like hold Draymond around his chest. No, if you don't put that man in the UFC guillotine, I'm, I'm what's just, wrong with you, Chris? I'm just saying though. When he Come probably on. saw when Jerry, he probably saw Jerry. Draymond, he probably saw Draymond put Gobert in that chokehold. He went straight to oh, I forgot Draymond got hands. That's the first thing. Forget that. Forget that, Jared. 
If you seven feet tall and you behind somebody, you can't give them like you mean you can't. You can't do the do the Melvin from Baby Boy. You can't. Do I don't. Like, I don't know if he'd want to though, because he he saw what that right hook. I did he. He saw what that right hook do. When the Draymond turned around, right hook that he saw what it does. You, you behind him. TMZ shoulders. TMZ shoulders. You can neutralize him. Come on, Towns, man. Come on. How do we Come know on, Towns? Man. We don't know if Towns know how to do the right motion, the trick choke. Oh, we say we say that, but let's say he may not know how to. You and, can't, bro. You can't do like this. He's, he's second guessed himself. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. He, he hold know on. that right dark skin fist dude to the side of a temple that we seen it all. We he, see. He, it. Can't do, he can't do one of these. And... Nah, no, because he, he he said I love my teammate, but I love my facial structure more. Like, that's what that's what he he, he had to make a business decision. He made a Come business on, he, decision. That, that should have been Malice at the Palace too. If I was on the court, all right, it would have been part two. I'd have been up there. I'd have been up there like. I would have been up there like Van Gundy, man. I would have been on some kneecaps. I'd have done something, man. Something. Quay was solved this act too, because Quay disappeared. Like he, you were part of the problem. He just disappeared in the whole anguish of it all. What did you not? Re- I mean, not really. If you got, you mean Draymond and Gobert, that's that's you gonna get lost in the shuffle. Man, I'm back in that joint for a random big deal. I'm going, man, he pulled it. He ripped your jersey, goddammit. I'm going right back at him. What are we doing? We're gonna get, I'm getting suspended anyway. I'm, I'm, I'm getting ejected anyway. Man, I'm going to get ejected for a reason. Warriors, <laughs> Warriors low-key, you know, like, of guys you would say are quote-unquote dirty, they got Draymond, they got yeah. Clay, and they got CP3. I'm surprised. CP3 was nowhere to be seen in that mix either. You know, he don't be one of them. CP3, no, Draymond about to get, he about to get tossed. I got to be up here and, you know, conserve my energy. Steph not playing already. Nah, bro. He said there's you no know. Rondo in this team. I don't got to get in no slugger fest, no Rondo. No. But you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's the thing I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for just all-out brawl on the court. And you know the Warriors going to be involved because Draymond going to be – matter of fact, when is Warriors, Wizards? I need to know. I need to know when Warriors Wizards are. Chris went a repeat of last year mm-hmm. when Killian Hayes put down Bo, Bo Wagner with the with the left hook. That's what happened. Caught him in the back of the head. And oh yeah, uh, Killian, Hayes, Killian Hayes with the with with the the Falcon punch. <laughs> okay, December twenty second, Jared. Write that write that date down. Wizards at Warriors. I'm with it. I I'm. Mean, I can't wait to put Warriors minus 30. And uh, can I bet on Draymond ejections? I'm going to say, don't bet on pool points. He can't. He going to be cut. <laughs> pool under. Draymond under. <laughs> uh, Dray- Draymond over assists. Pool under. Steph 40 ball. CP3. I don't Ten know. assists. Just put him on just, there. He, just throw him there. Just, nah. just put Nut shot. CP3. <laughs> <laughs> CP3 dirty play plus 100. There we Double go. Double money every time. There we, there we go. Every time. But with that being said, you know, the Warriors, you, they're kind of on the – they're definitely on the tail end of their run. Yes. For sure. They're, they're an older team that got older this year. Um, But they're, they're one of those teams that – they're kind of like the Miami of the West. Yep. They're going to kind of sleepwalk through the regular season at times. Yep. Well, at they times. Might, the, whole, the whole year. At times, like sometimes they're gonna be up. Like I think, like some, like one of the Kings games in Sacramento. Oh yeah, okay. So uh, the rivalry games, like some, some of them games they're gonna be up for. They might eat Boston. The new, the next Timberwolves game they play because they only play you two know, stuff in the garden, stuff like that. Like I think it's they'll up, be up yeah, for them yeah. type games. Steph birthday, it's up for real. Our birthday. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like th- things like that. But what? I had the same birthday, as Steph Curry. So that's our birthday. Yeah, I did it. I don't care. I'm one of them. 
Should have a Hall of Famer. I should have read with a Hall of Famer in my lifetime. Not a lot of people can say that. Nice. Anyway, you got what? What you want me to say? I don't know nothing. I'm just. I share my. I share a birthday with uh, Scooby. I mean, not Scooby. Shaggy from the Scooby Doo movies. Good for you. Uh, Thank you. Perennial pothead, such like yourself. Good for you. What? 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 Gay? What? I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, Uh, I have zero clue what you're referring to. I have no idea. I have no. Please do not put me. Please don't associate with me with any of this foolishness, any of this nonsense. I have no nothing to do, nothing to do with this. Anyway, if you're an advertiser looking for an uh, endorsement by for Scooby Snacks, Chris would be love to get some ball. Rut row. Anyway, <laughs> you <laughs> like I said, Miami of the West in, in Golden State, they're gonna kind of sleep well through a lot of games, but I think some of those key games they'll be up for. My point being, you don't want to see them in the playoffs. You nope. don't want to see them in the playoffs. No matter how old they are, if Steph is getting hot, Clay is knocking down shots, and Draymond is 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 kicking people in the face and stomping on them and jumping up and down, and CP3 is probably, you know, him and Dray, you know, CP3 and Draymond. Now that I think about it, they probably out there doing like double team moves, like off wrestling. They probably doing like the joint where they hold him in the corner and Draymond probably poke him in the eye, like stuff like that. Like they gonna just do all the all the the dirty tricks. The dirty tricks to get Chris Paul very close to winning a finals, and it's not going to happen. But, say la vie. Right, Jared? Man, it was cool. It was cool to see. I enjoyed it. All right. That was a good clip I, for work. I enjoyed it. Speaking of things I enjoyed, Russell Wilson might be back. You enjoyed that? I I kind of, I'm kind of almost rooting for Russell Wilson now. That's deletable. Think about it. Everybody. Pretty much called him everything you could think of. Cooked, washed, slow, fat, a bum, out scrum, of shape, trash, out of shape, trash. Needs to yeah. retire. Almost, can't run, can't throw, can't throw. Can't do nothing, eat Subway, you know, things like that. It but he made, is married to a baddie, so respect. Who, who, he is putting in work off the field for sure. No, he's future worse, worse than me. However... It's gotten to the point where I kind of almost started to root for him. Sad. Because I'm like, I almost want you to fight back. Like, it's not a fair fight when you everyone's just piling on and you can't fight back. Because after a while, it's not it's not fun anymore. Yeah, it's kind of sad, right? It's not fun for me to pick on you no more if you're just going to keep being garbage. It's just right. Like, like, I want you to, like, the thing with the Bill thing, with, I call him a loser, right? Obviously, Beal is talented. Obviously, Beal can put some points together. Obviously, Beal is is a very good basketball player. I call him a loser because he has the most losses know, for any superstar. It, it it fit my narrative, but <laughs> but the, but but the thing is, Russell Wilson, his statistics have gotten they're good. He is second in the league to touchdown interception ratio, only behind C.J. Stroud. Right. He's not turning the ball over. He's yeah. He's this is not Seattle Russell, right? This is not the same guy. But I think it's a little bit more. If you took Seattle Russell and dropped some Drew Brees on him, and I know with Sean Payton, I know that's the that's the common denominator. It's the it's the coach. But Russell's taking the checkdowns more often. Russell's making plays with his legs way more than he was last year. I saw on the on the game and and. On Monday, and we'll talk about Buffalo for sure. 
But Russell, did you, I don't know if you saw Thurton, Thurton three or something like that. They call a a, a a option play with Russell Wilson, and it makes you think like, yo, that's crazy. But he's actually moving, converting the chains, getting things down. That Cortland Sutton throw in the back of the end zone, fourth fourth down, ridiculous, Jared. That was a great throw. But with that being said, I know Buff- Buffalo had opportunities to score. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you, what's wrong with the Bills? The offense, the offense is just not conducive to anything. It's not creating. It's not flowing. Again, this is what happens when it's just all digs a lot of the time. Maybe there could be a Josh Allen thing as well when you just like, you know try to force feed the digs. But in hindsight, it's just because Diggs is literally your best receiver. Oh, Kincaid has been a nice addition, but the run game – just hasn't been there yet. James Cook had a good game this game, but all the other games, Chris, like, come on, this is outlier. Let's be for real. Right. Gabe Davis had a relatively decent game with 55 yards. And, like, Gabe, if it's not a deep threat, it's not helping your team win, right? Like, they're missing that piece at the wide receiver spot that they've continued to miss. And they had opportunities to get an extra player this offseason or during the season to get a wide receiver. They just haven't done it. So the Bills missed the ball, and they're putting a lot of pressure on the offense of Diggs. And Allen. And I don't know if Allen's gonna handle the pressure of Diggs now, who feels a little bit more comfortable coming at him more and saying, yo, bro, give me the give me the ball, throw it to me. I like, you know, Diggs has a he's a vocal leader, he's a vocal guy. I don't know if Allen can handle that. Cause now it's starting to look a little bit. I've heard it before, and I kind of agree. This is starting to look like a slap, a better version, but it's trending towards the directory of the Baker Odell thing. John Allen's a vastly better quarterback, but this is the dynamic duo of it all. Where instead, this is one where, yeah, Allen's going to force feed Diggs the heck out of it. It's just now, is it creating winning plays the way you force feed, right? Is it helping? Is the, are these drives becoming where you're going to score and win or you're just force feeding him because, one, he might just be the best looking option to you because you don't have anybody else that's really getting open or creating the separation that you need. And two, are you also doing this because you know he's going to be mad if you don't throw him the ball? And that's what it's starting to look like when you watch this team play. The defense just hasn't looked the same because of the injuries that have occurred and trickled up throughout the season. That's football. But that offense has just been bad. And until they figure out what's going on with this offense, this team's going to be handicapped. Like, Remember, mm-hmm. this is a guy that every year, every year since his emergence, has been an MVP conversation and yet has never won MVP because he just doesn't look like an MVP guy. But he's always thing- thrown in that combo. The thing is, he's always going to be thrown in the convo because at the time, and currently still, he's one of the better yeah, yeah, quarterbacks in the league. You can argue, If you want to argue he's one of the top five talented quarterbacks in the league, I have, no, I have no problem with that. The problem with Josh Allen is that he has a propensity to turn the ball over. He's yes. had, he, lay, he leads the league in turnovers with almost 100 since 2018. Yep. He, he turns the ball over at bad times. He turned, but the thing is, I think the most frustrating thing about Buffalo is that they look disorganized, and that's a coaching issue. Yep, they look like even down to the twelve man on the twelve man on the field on the field goal at the end of the game. Situationally speaking, Buffalo is always a step behind or not ready, and that's a coaching issue, and it's going. Like, I know a lot of people are, are kind of clowning Josh Allen. And, yeah, he needs, to turn the, he needs to stop turning the ball over. He has a turnover issue. I'm not disagreeing with that. But at a certain point, it's time to look at uh, Sean McDermott. Yeah. And ask yourself, is this guy going to be able to get this team over the hump? He is the – he is the I, – I would say of the teams, the upper echelon teams in the NFL, right? I would say – 
Buffalo at at a certain point was in those upper echelon of teams, correct? Mm-hmm. Of those teams, how many of them have a defensive head coach? Two, maybe. Maybe. Who? Maybe. Who else? Who's the other one? Upper echelon teams. Of upper echelon teams in the league, not just the AFC. But let's even let's just go to oh, AFC, in, right? In let's go to league. AFC. Let's go AFC, right? Hold on, let's go AFC. Pittsburgh? No. Like they're not they're they're not, they're, they're record wise they're there, but no, they're just not. They're not. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's something something. I don't, yeah, I, don't right. I don't see a okay. splash coming from. Let's there. see, let's say of the of the upper echelon teams. Baltimore? Is Harbaugh considered a defensive coach? I mean Harbaugh's more cut his teeth for as a special teams coach. Yeah, I'm like I'm never really known. Uh, you know, whatever. Okay. Uh, Stefanski? Would we consider him a defensive uh, coach? The Browns? Uh, he's more of an offensive guy. Then no, there's not. It was just throw it out there. There's not. There's not, it's, right? There's, there's not. not. Stanley, we we know what the Charges are, right? And you know? that's, that's but here, but this is that this is who the Bills are. The yep. Bills are the Chargers. Yep, perfect example. But, perfect but, but better, because McDermott is Staley, but better. Don't get me it's, wrong. It's I'm, starting to be slightly now. It's only about to be slightly but, better. No, stop it. Stop it. Don't. As much as I want to sit up here and disrespect. Uh, no, I'm not disrespecting uh, McDermott. Anybody. I'm saying slightly better because at the end of the day, you have Herbert, two Herbert, quarterbacks but that are not winning. But what did the Chargers do, right? They went out and got an offensive coach. And they still not doing it. And Kevin Moore. But, like, okay, the stink of Staley is kind of oh, whatever. It's, it's just taking too much. It's, not, it's, but, it's, it's, it's kind of productive. But let's say let's say Staley's gone and they elevate Kevin Moore. I wouldn't Would that that t- You wouldn't be mad at that, right? Nope. Buffalo has, has already – Buffalo losing Dayball was a bigger – was Missed. a bigger loss yeah. than yeah. I think everyone kind of – because I know the Giants stink right now. Mm. And it doesn't really matter who the coach is. Like, that team isn't going to really win anything, right? But look at the first year of Dayball with New York. The Giants look like a completely different team. Daniel Jones actually looked competent. Mm -hmm. That's coaching. Mm -hmm. You can see the lack of coaching that Josh Allen – like, Josh Allen is one one of those players, and we all know those type players, that need Coaching, they they have all the talent. He can make any throw. He needs the coaching. He needs the like. It's kind of. I heard someone tell this story about, uh, and not comparing, not making this comparison as if Josh Allen is this guy, but like Allen as like a young Michael Jordan. Young Michael Jordan with the Bulls wasn't winning anything. He was putting up crazy numbers, putting up crazy stats. They couldn't win anything. They bring in a new coach, new philosophy, surround him with different players. They become one of the greatest teams ever, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying him and Diggs don't work because him and Diggs no, no, work. No, no. Him and Diggs no. work. It might be – it just might be McDermott's time. He's been there forever. Yeah. yeah and and sometimes it's kind of like Marv Levy before him in Buffalo where they got the four straight and they couldn't win the Super Bowl, right? It's sometimes you can get to the doorstep. You can get close. Yeah. But you just can't break through. And maybe it's McDermott. Maybe yeah. it's McDermott. If not, we'll see how it goes now. They fire Ken Dorsey. Dude, they, they have the uh, 
They have a, a, a Joe, Joe Brady. I'm sorry, as now the interim. We'll see if that changes anything. It's not like, but that doesn't. They need Tom Brady. Say so, no. Let me stop. Uh, it's like it's not like they, they, you're, you're revamping the playbook. It's just now play calling is going to be different. So we'll yeah. see how that goes. We'll see yeah. if he takes more risk as well because a lot of the deep shots they were doing before just aren't there. They it, 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 a lot and a lot of times it's like they need to run the ball, like you said. Like Cook had a good game, but yet he fumbled three it's times that lot, game. So, they like, shoot yeah. themselves in the foot. Yeah. It's not. It's not. Has not been a great, great, great season for guys named Bill. You know, Buffalo Bills. Bill Belichick. Not really great. Can we talk about that? That that garbage Germany game for a second. It was trash. All right. Well, thanks. We said, we said that, that was our recap for that game. We just so you know. Trash. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Jared. Anything else before we get to predictions? Anything that we need to talk about? Touch no, on? No, mention? No. 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 We, we let's get to the predictions. We can touch on some things if we need to. During the time of this better NFL sleep, it's much better, much better. Not not a duds last week. Games that were surprisingly impressive. Shout out to the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, I was in attendance. I saw very very entertaining game. I was, you know, I'm liable to be anywhere, man. (laughs) But Jared, let's start. Jared, let's start with our Thursday night game as Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals in last place currently. Traveling to Baltimore to play the first place Ravens, AFC North standings in the balance. Baltimore three and a half point favorites at home. Jarrett, who you got? I have the Ravens. I know this is like a, this is really a good toss up game because mm-hmm. the Ravens and Bengals are both coming off tough, tough one loss games, right? At least for the Ravens, tough one loss game it was against a divisional team. Joe Burrow lost to an up and coming in CJ Stroud. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, you're, somebody needs to bounce back. But in another divisional matchup right now, I think the Ravens are slightly ahead. I think they're the ones that are going to come. They're going to bounce back and win this game because you don't lose two divisional games back to back. You just don't. Mm-hmm. That'll 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 hurt your season immensely. It it will. It would hurt it immensely. Right. Yeah, tiebreakers would be in effect. Everything that you just don't want when you're a Ravens team that's been playing so hard. Lamar's mm-hmm. been trying to do his best with what he has. So I think the Ravens bounce back and win this one. I go the opposite way after Cincinnati winning this game. If Cincinnati has any, they have to jump. They have to jump uh, Cleveland and or Pittsburgh. Okay. Cincinnati's currently in last place in that division. If they, if they don't, they can't afford to get swept by Baltimore. They already lost the first matchup. They cannot afford to lose the second one. They already lost the first game at home. I think, I think Baltimore letting their guard down against Cleveland hurts them more than Cincinnati losing against Houston. Especially because, like you said, that's a that's a division game, and all the the points you make are fair. But Cleveland, I think, without Deshaun Watson, I think they're out of it. I think they're done. Honestly, I think they're done. So now, Cincinnati kind of has to keep their foot on the gas, especially if they're fighting for a playoff spot. They got jump Buffalo. They got a bunch of five and five teams in there. They need to win this game. So I got Cincinnati next game. Chargers traveling to Green Bay to take on the Packers. Jared, who you got? I have the Chargers winning the game. It's, 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 I'm not gonna say it's a gimme game, but they're they're gonna end up coming out with the W. Uh, I don't. Packers are gonna have any business being in the game, but they're gonna be in it somehow. And I think the Chargers squeak out with a win. It's gonna be closer than most people think. I think so. I think you're right on the money with that analysis. I think the game is gonna go exactly like you said. Chargers are gonna squeak by. Green Bay is gonna put up a fight, but I think the Chargers win those games. Uh, next game, Tennessee travels to Jacksonville to take on the Jaguars. Jared, who you got? I have the Jags win this game after that 
poor, 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 poor putrid performance against the 49ers, they're going to bounce back and just division game as well. They're going to come back and kill the Titans real, real quick. Not like in a bad way, kill them, but they're going to they gonna win the game. Yeah, we're, yeah, I understand we're not you know condoning murder on this no, show. No, not even that. Just like this is another game I just don't see a, a blowout, which it should be. It's just not no. going to be. I think I think this is going to be Jacksonville trying to flex themselves. Tennessee is still last in their division. I think Tennessee is going to have some fight. Like I don't think they're going to roll over. Um, but I think their offense struggled against Tampa. That Tampa two style kind of that zone kind of I think confused Levis a lot. He threw the ball thirty nine times. He threw for less than two hundred yards. It's not a good combination to have. Um, I think that his official, his numbers might be a little bit better. I think they'll come up with a game plan, especially versus a familiar opponent. But I think Jacksonville, I think they they use this week as their reset. They get re, re, you know set again. Uh, I, I guess another physical team. Tennessee is not. Tennessee might not be good, but they're not going to like roll over and die. Like they're going to punch you in the mouth. So I think Jacksonville wins this game. Jared, the Raiders travel to South Beach. The Raiders. I'm back in, by the way. I'm back in on the Raiders. Travel to Miami to take on the Dolphins. Jared, who you got? The Dolphins, because the Raiders are going to get cooked in that game. All right. Yeah, well, I I agree. The Raiders are going to come back down to earth. But shout out to Antonio Pierce, who I think should be the coach of the Raiders, at least for next year. Yeah. He's getting the rest of this year. Give him next year. Let's see how it works. The Cowboys traveling to Carolina. Can I mention something real quick? They, they, they watching die. watching the Cowboys throw the ball up three touchdowns against a team that was already dead is some of the most disgraceful football I've ever seen. Dak up there uh, smiling and cheesing, beating up on the Giants makes me – I am so ready for the eventual collapse of the Cowboys. I will be there front and center. The they've done it this season. Like, come front on, and center. Like, dog, so this, is, this is why – Exactly, bro. Throw it was, your, it was throw your backup in and just do what you like. Let them get some reps in. Like, don't. What do we let Trey no, no, get some I'm reps not, in? I'm not saying because they eventually put Cooper Rush in, right? Why are you throw Trey Lance in? Throwing the ball twenty-eight seven on third and two. Why are you throwing? Dude, it's so what? corny. Like, what, what, what are you? What are you this what are you is doing? why. What are you? This is why. The world, you could beat up on a Tommy DeVito. Like, come on, we know that. What be? And if it wasn't, listen, at the beginning of that game. I, I, I give the Giants at least this. They had at least they had enough guts to go for it and not kick the field goal and just go for it because they already know what the hell we here for. We kicking field goals. We can't compete with this team. Like, come on now. And I hope Carolina. I hope Carolina beats them. And I hope Carolina at least covers. And I, I have no no faith in the Cowboys doing anything because of things like that. They play their Super Bowl against the Giants every year. Arizona with Kyle Murray travels to Houston to take on C.J. Stroud in the Houston Texans. Jared, who you got? C.J. Stroud, but shout out Kyle Murray for getting a W. No touchdowns in the game, but they got a W against the uh, Right. De- definitely win. went on a nice little win streak, you know, put some plays together. That's you know, right. he, he he you know did a little slide cancel. I think he needs to break that out. You know, did a 360 no scope. So, you know, very good. Yeah, you know, good for him, man. How, how many Call of Duty puns can I break out? I don't know. Probably too many as already is, but yeah. Well, you know, good for him. Good for him. Uh, Houston's going to win, by the way. Oh, absolutely. Pittsburgh travels to Cleveland to take on the Browns. Jared, who you got? Oh, the battle of the trenches. Oh, that's going to be just a horrible game to watch. I have the 
Pittsburgh Steelers squeaking out that game, though. I have the Pittsburgh Steelers winning that game, too. Jerry, would you like to know the over-under just for, you know, your own little – for your thought processes here? 28. 32. Damn, that was going to be my guess. And I said, no, let me go lower because it's going to go lower. Damn. Damn. I'm, still put, I'm, I'm going to put over 28 then to see if they this, actually do it. This game's going to stink. The oh, Giants yeah. traveled to Washington to take on the Commanders. Jared, who you got? Commanders up big. Like, like everybody's just going, oh, the Commanders are going to do the same thing the Cowboys just did. But the only difference uh, is they just can't do it as greatly as 42. They'll be like, I'm like 28. I got the Giants to cover. It's nine and a half. I got the Giants to cover. Washington wins, Giants cover. Giants, Giants, and Giants and Commanders like to play slot fest. Okay, slot Honestly, ball. Chris, maybe I can see that game. Maybe slot ball. Twenty. Okay, I can see this game being like seventeen nine. Okay. You, uh, yeah. Yeah. You made it good. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Bears travel to Detroit. Take on the Lions. Jared, who you got? The Lions, big. That's gonna be a blowout. All right. I agree. Tampa Bay travels to San Francisco to take on the Niners. Jared, who you 49ers got? 49ers going to kill them like they just killed the Jags. They're back. 49ers All right. I agree. Ja- New York Jets travel to Buffalo to take on the Bills. Jared, who you got? Bills and another stingy sluggerfest game that we're going to see this week. But I have the Bills winning by a cold I, I think the Bills actually flex their muscle. New offensive coordinator, new juice, new life. I think they beat – I think they win by at least two possessions. Hmm. I don't know. So Jets defense ain't no slot. 10, 10, I think 10. Jets, Jets can't score on offense. Like, that's the only yeah, thing. That's, that's fair, B- fair. Bills Bills might not. Bills probably shoot themselves in the foot, but yeah, whatever. Seattle travels to to L.A., to this Coliseum, or not even the Coliseum, so far, to take on the Rams. Jerry, who you got? I have the Seahawks winning, but uh, again, it's, uh, this is one that's more a probable case. If uh, Matt Stafford does return like they're estimating him, I could see Matt Stafford winning this game. I could. Where? Is Carson Wentz? Is Carson Wentz going to touch the field? I doubt it. <laughs> against the Seahawks, what could it. possibly go wrong? No, that's gross. No, okay. All right, I got Seattle winning this game. Minnesota travels to Denver on Sunday Night Football to take on the Broncos. Jared, who you got? The Broncos. I like what you said about Russ. It's not that I'm I'm all for Russ. I think this Russ is gonna win this game. But shout out Josh Dobbs, man. Two straight oh, games. Two. Dubs. Shout out to the astronaut. Yes, yeah, sir. The first, the first game, you didn't even throw a pass to your starters. Like you didn't even know who they were. Really, you were supposed to be on the bench. And you came. Can in you imagine? Way. Can you imagine Josh Dobbs probably went in the huddle? Which one of you are Justin Jefferson? And, and then in the next game, you have a stellar performance with Taylor, Taylor, uh, Hawkinson, and it's just you. If, this is a guy I think should have a legitimate shot to be the quarterback next season. Matt Stafford is going to be – I mean, not Matt I'm sorry. Kirk Cousins is a free agent. Going forward, I don't think the Vikings should bring him back. Josh Dobbs, he's proven that he could be a starting quarterback. You give him Justin Jefferson. You give him Addison. Give him Hawkinson in a fresh year. I would consider doing it. Shout out to Kirk Cousins in the walking boot, serving meals for Thanksgiving to the less fortunate. That's You know what? Say what you want to say about Kirk Cousins at the quarterback – but Kirk Cousins is a good dude, man. That's a yeah, good dude. That's a good dude. All right, now give me the next game. Yeah, enough of the uh, propaganda. The last game, the Monday Night Football game that everyone's been waiting for, the most anticipated Super Bowl matchup mm-hmm. rematch. Mm-hmm. The reigning defending NFC champion, 8-1 Philadelphia Eagles, go to Arrowhead to take on the reigning defending Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> I already know the answer, but 
Jared, who you got? <laughs> the Eagles. Come on now, Chris. You know, a guy off the bye. I don't really care. I don't care. Off the bye, about to be a slugfest game. I think it's going back and forth. because let me, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. This is Andy Reid off a of bye, historically good. Are no. you concerned at all? I mean, no. Why? Because I think the Eagles off a of bye needed this rest, one. A lot of guys are banged up. Two, this is going to be a game where both teams are going to go back and forth, back and forth. And the Eagles will come out a win because they lost that Super Bowl game and they want this rematch. On field where they could do some things and hit the quarterback. Okay, let me let me say this right now. For the record, I'm taking the Eagles. Facts. Yes, this is all fandom. As it should be. But, and I also hate to put this out here. Don't do it. And the I know what you're about to say, don't do it. Don't do it. What, what am I about to say? That's jinxing it. What am I about to say? Bob Spice and Amy Mahomes. No, 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 no. This had nothing, this is really had nothing to do with Mahomes and Reed. I'm here. I hope that this isn't the Eagles Super Bowl. Oh, fudge. I mean, oh, fudge. They oh. haven't put together a game yet. Oh, God. Don't do that. I hope they don't peak too early. That's all I'm going to say. I Honestly, hope they it wouldn't be this game, Chris, for the peak. It'd be the legit rematch for the 49ers. That'd probably be our peak if we like. Either oh. way, I don't, I don't want any, I don't want any, oh, God. you know, none of that. You jinxed it. You do did it. If and if I did and if I did jinx it and they lose, Not whatever. You might have jinxed it for the playoffs, darn it. If, listen, like, nothing, nothing, I, nothing I say is gonna jinx this team. Okay, no, I didn't say anything all last year. That's another jinx right there, man. What are we doing? What are we doing, man? You know there's cardinal rules to this. Gosh, you just oh! You, you, don't you know? Do don't you know? Only one team in Philadelphia deals with jinxes in in shenanigans. All teams in Philadelphia and, deal and, with jinxes. And Tom Foolery. All teams in Philadelphia have the same three things that you just named. Awful. The only one is coming. Foolishness, the foolishness, and Tom Foolery. <laughs> I have. You know what? Of all the teams in this city, I have the most faith in the Eagles. And absolutely, I agree with that hundred percent. That's all I'm going to say. As I have the most faith in the Eagles. The other guys don't got Jim Hurts. Other guys, man, man, they they got something already. All right. Anything else you want to elaborate on that point or no? No, because I mean, what what do you want me to go into a rant on ownership of teams? Yes, go ahead. The floor is yours. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Real quick. Real quick. I've read it. It's just just money gets wasted every year. I got a I got a guy that owns not one but two sports teams and clearly doesn't know what side he wants to pick. Like I'm over it. I'm I'm so over it. Hey, at least the roster's good though. I like I like what we do with the roster. I'm enjoying watching basketball with the Sixers again. It's been fun. It's been real fun. Are we gonna win anything this season? Absolutely not. But it's been fun to watch. You know, I get to see Chris Mann, Marcus Morris play some basketball from Philadelphia, Westchester side, Chester. You know what I'm saying? I get to see some things. That's about it. I get to watch my guy Tyrus Maxey. The jersey going to be in the Raptors. That's about it. That's all I'm going to say. Because Philly stink. Don't know what they about to do. Just like, her Nick Cassiotis is on the trade block. All right, that's cool, I guess. Like, you, you paid him so much money. We least you could do is be nice enough to, you know, kick him, kick him to the curb while he's still down. You know. God, we stink. 
Philadelphia, you, Chris, you, you might have jinxed us. We might be like 0 for 6 or 0 for 4 because the Philadelphia Union has also been the losers lately. Maybe 0 for 4 when it comes to, you know, Philadelphia sports teams yet again. Yet again. The streak continues. You might have did this to us. I blame you. I will blame you. Just know this. You will be blamed. Thank y'all for listening to another episode of Straight to the Point. If you liked what you hear, make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend to tune in. We're still a five-star rated podcast on iTunes, so if you like what you hear, leave us a review. Make sure you follow Straight to the Point on all your favorite socials at SCTP Podcast. Make sure you follow me at underscore Chris Cross. Follow me at underscore JW Hughes. Definitely follow the podcast. Follow our TikTok, underscore JW205. Follow all our Instagrams, everything, so you can get all the content you need from us. YouTube's coming back soon. God, we... If you guys want to intern, let, let us know. Hit us up. We we can't pay you, by the way. We cannot pay you. We can we can, we can you know can, give we, you we can talk advice. We can, we can talk about some things. We can figure something out. Just if you need if you want to do some internship work that'll help your college credits, that'll help you graduate, help I, you find I can't a job. Offer you, we cannot offer you college credit. We can figure that out. We, can, we, we can cannot we can't do not listen, if you want some experience. If you are between the ages of 8 and 80 and you want some experience, 8 and 80, holla at us. All right, we got you. We got you. Two guys that worked in the sports field, listen, we we can tell you how to make our videos right. We can tell you how to do things. I just don't have the time to do them myself. (laughs) Like me and all the person, you know, all the personalities in my head. We ain't got time, man. So this is what we need you. This is, you know, so inquire within. Inquire within. Uh. <laughs>